Oh, you are recording. I was waiting for it to pop up. It normally says, recording. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Normally what does it says, normally say? Something pops up and says, well, you're not recording or... I think I think it just records because we're on the same account. Oh, that's right, yeah. Tim, we're back though. You're live in the jungle. I'm live at, at my house. I am live. Live from Oakland, California. And it's about 48 degrees today. <sighs> nice. We're so soft now, moving from Cleveland, LA. Today we're going to talk about the NBA draft, some holiday stuff we'd like to see athletes do, and the fighting Reese Davises, which was my favorite piece of content over the last months, but it just came out the other week. So we'll start there. I'll, I'll pull this up. So this was a conversation. This is what I love about content, and I'm going to pull this up and put it next to my headphone so you can kind of hear it. And then if you're watching, you can kind of see it. So this is on a college football show. So Reese Davis, who, if you don't know who that is, is a college football or ESPN host. I think he does some other stuff too, but on the college football show. And he's just having a conversation with Joey Galloway about the upcoming game, Northwestern versus Wisconsin. Here's the combo. So a bunch of Reese Davis is running around is what Joey Galloway calls Northwestern, who they're at the time they're undefeated number time in the country playing, I think number 19, Wisconsin. And one of the players on Northwestern just runs with it. Here's that. Here's what here's how we start. So that that was that conversation was Tuesday. This now is Wednesday at practice. Can't hear it. Wisconsin. Oh, what a great line. A great line from Pat Fitzgerald, the head football coach there. So I loved it. So they they take this line, which is, you know, obviously a, a pretty decent jab, but it was also funny. They take this line, make it as a fighting, a battle cry all week and, and made it sort of fun. And then they go out and they win. And obviously they can create this piece of content, so, content around it. So I love that you take this concept of Reese Davis's and run with it. Now I saw, uh, what is it? Um, breaking tea. Breaking tea. I was going to say fighting tea. I saw breaking tea then comes yeah. out with a shirt that says fighting Reese Davis's. I don't know if that'll, that'll fly off the shelves because who knows what Northwestern or Reese Davis will say about it. But I, I love like, that's the type of content and concepts we want to take for athletes and teams like that is you take a concept you build content around it, then you drop some merch behind it. If, if this was an athlete, same concept, same type deal, they would have sold tons of tees and hoodies and hats off of one stupid line from a guy that you don't know at all. And you just run with it and turn it into a business opportunity. Yeah, that's the, that's the best part too about um, like 
t-shirts and merchandise is you can make, you can flip it like that within 30 seconds, Simple. have a merch store up and you're selling stuff. And the thing I like about breaking tea and clearly there's a value there because what breaking tea does is they have an algorithm in the back end where they trace like the different things that are trending on social media and they kind of throw it through their little hopper. And if it's trending the right way, they'll create like a fighting, fighting, uh, fighting, what, what is it? The fighting Reese's or whatever. What do you, what do you say? Fighting Reese Davis's. Fighting Reese Davis's. Yeah. So that's funny. I mean, clearly, clearly even on social media alone, it was trending that way enough for them to create that. Yeah. They, and they had even changed their Twitter handle for the day to the fighting Reese Davis's and they, they leaned into it. I loved it. If they didn't win, maybe it wouldn't have been able to happen like this, but they did and they were able to take advantage of the opportunity. I loved it. Um, there's one other thing. A pack, has Reece, has too. And said anything I about I don't it? know. I didn't. Let me, let me look at Reese Davis's Twitter real quick. If I'm him, I'm capitalizing on too. Uh, I don't know if a guy like that thinks that way. Let's say Reese Davis. I'm not seeing him. As if. <laughs> This is in Pat Fitzgerald's post-game interview. He referred to his team as the fighting Reese Davises. Then the word, quote, unquote, disrespectful on Zoom. Apparently, Joey Galloway on TV, blah, 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 blah. And Reese Davis just, quote, tweeted it and said winning. So I hasn't, hasn't really leaned into it, but, but saw it and commented on it. Yeah. I, I met Pat, did I ever say the story when I met Pat Fitzgerald? Uh-huh. So as a GA at Ashton University, I'm recruiting down at Cincinnati. This is my first recruiting trip I've ever been on, really. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and I don't even know who I'm looking for. I'm at Wittenwitz High School, which is a – Hey, guys. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I didn't know shit about shit. But I was lucky because our – the guy who actually had the area was older. I think he was 72 at the time. Tim Rose, one of the greatest coaches I've ever been around. But Tim wasn't going to go recruit high schools. When we brought kids on campus, he would recruit them. But so I was able to have this opportunity to go out and recruit. And – I'm at Wittenwoods High School and I'm in the lobby and I'm waiting for one of like some kid that the coach thinks is is our levelish to come talk to me and you know who knows what the conversations are going to be you know I just that wasn't my world but so I'm in there and lots of times college coaches would come through at bigger schools and and they, you know they would you know hey how you doing whatever and some people would kind of you know they big time you or whatever and I wasn't I, I wasn't trying to play the game I know a lot of young coaches especially at, at, at that level. They try to, you know, build this faux relationship so that they can get a job with this coach one day. That was never my game. I always thought that was corny. But so he comes up to me and it's Coach Pat Fitzgerald. He was just starting at Northwestern. God, he must have been there forever now. Uh, and another coach that I did not know at Northwestern. And and the coach, the other coach, was talking to the Woods High School head coach. And they were talking for like five minutes. And, and Pat Fitzgerald took the time – to sit and have a 10 minute conversation with me. And I don't even know what we talked about, but I just remember thinking that was pretty cool. This lowly division two GA and this big time division one head coach who was also a big time player and a, and a coordinator. And it was a sexy hire at the time had taken the time to sit here and talk to me about my evaluation of, of the kids that I saw there. Like yeah. as if what I had to say mattered at all, but I, so I, that's always stuck with me. Yeah, that's cool. And I'm sure he has no idea that that ever happened. Maybe he thought you were a high school kid. He's like, yeah, I was talking to this high school kid. Smart kid. Smart kid. Maybe. I think I was – I must have been 25 or 6. 25. I think you had your buzz cut, no beard. 
goatee, probably goatee. Yeah. Yeah. I might have had my long hair. I was still coaching with long hair at one point. Oh, true. I think when I went on the road, they they really wanted me to cut it. So I had like the two lines in my clean it up. Yeah. Dumb. Uh moving topics to last week in the NBA draft, which was something that I was consistently talking about on social. We were talking about a lot as well. So the and we talked about this a lot around the NFL draft, which happened in April. And I mean, uh, disappointing would probably be the, the best word to describe how I personally felt. I think you're probably the same as far as content-wise. You know, we're, we think from a different perspective than most athletes and most agents, managers think. They, they want their guys to go to the places they want them to go to, and they want them to get these sort of deals off the, off the court. But when it came to the NFL draft, we were talking about how really no one was doing – vlogs or showcasing what their process is like it was a crazy time remember we had the combine but then a lot of places didn't have pro days and then they obviously weren't in person for the draft because this was all just happening with COVID and then now with the NBA combine there was no combine there was no uh, pre-draft type I I should say it was different the pre-draft type stuff you you didn't bring in as many guys and obviously a totally different process than it's ever been before and will be in the future so we want to see this. We thought this was such an opportunity to showcase and do some really cool stuff. You've got really one big, two, two big stars. LaMelo Ball obviously is a massive star yeah. from, a, from an athlete perspective. And Cole Anthony's got a really good following too. The son of Greg Anthony, who played in the NBA for a long time. And Cole has like 500, or at the time when he was drafted, had 560,000-ish followers on Instagram. But a lot of the other guys were known in their pockets known by basketball people and known by the people at their schools and where they're from. No one, no one else had massive followings like that. And James Wiseman, I think was 170 ish, which was close to that. But so we wanted to see more of this showcase process stuff. I, I put down some notes I saw. So Isaiah Stewart, RJ Hampton, they did some stuff with uninterrupted that they followed them and they did like a heart rate monitor, cool concept. James Wiseman has his own YouTube, but he just basically set it up. I'll show that here in a second and just talk to the phone. Very not produced, which I I like the idea of it, but I mean, he literally just hit record, turned it off, uploaded it. No editing intro at the front, nothing else around it, but I haven't seen anything from James, James Wiseman on, uh, since the draft, uh, and Cole Anthony, I thought did a good job around, showcasing himself around the draft but overall i didn't i didn't love it so here's i'll pull up that james wiseman thing you see how simple it was and james wiseman was the the number two pick in the draft i'll play his can you see that this is boy james wiseman lean back on another video i think it's out of what one month yeah one month so he just sets up the phone, walks back, and talks. Where I love the rawness of it. You know, we like to be authentic and, and real with this stuff. But, I mean, James Wiseman is a millionaire already. He can hire a guy to or, or a girl to video and edit or just edit his video. And, and still, it was, it was more just a conversation. Here's what's going on. That was such a missed opportunity for all these guys to be showcasing what was going on throughout this process. Isaiah Stewart, RJ Hampton, how I would shift that would be to have it land on my own pages. 
Especially, I, I, RJ has a good following too. Isaiah played at Washington, did, did not have a big following, but would have loved to see those guys start to own that content. The only time I think you should be doing content on or letting those types of pieces land on other places is when you don't have a big following or yeah. if they pay you a bunch of money to do it, which, right. which right. Funny potentially thing. be, yeah. right. which, which is advantageous for the brands to do too. But I, I, I think it's better for the brands if it's on your own page anyways, because if I'm Gatorade and I want to pay you 50 grand to do a takeover for mine, what you, you want, you know, that athletes crowd in their market and their fans too. So like, why not have it on their you know, social or their YouTube or whatever, like to do both. So I think. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, so I, there were, there were some brand clubs. Let's talk about brand clubs a little bit. Some brand clubs that I liked, there was a Mountain Dew conversation around uh, basically it was a draftee sitting with a current player uh, or Jalen Rose was on there too. So people that are established names essentially was, was the, the deal. Jalen Rose is now, an analyst, but was a longtime player. For those who don't know who Jalen Rose is, but I don't know if anyone who listens five. to this. Yeah, Fab Five. How we're, we're dating our people probably don't know the Fab Five. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Younger people. Well, they, did, they did that 30 for 30 not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, the conversations were, were great. This, these were the best pieces that almost everyone put out. And it was like, hey, what's been going on with the draft? What's different with you? Like, what, what, what's going through your head right now? And this, they all dropped within the, the week of the draft week leading up to the draft, I should say. But the problem with all of them was the cover photos on them. They all did terrible view wise. So they all had this cover photo where just the draft, there's James Wiseman there. You see the draft. Yeah. It says NBA draft 2020 and then the Mountain Dew. And if you've been following me on social, I just posted about it the other day too, is I do follow you. Thank you. Uh, but anybody else, but the importance of, I, I cannot under, uh, understate the importance of your social, of your, I cannot, easy for me to say, I, I cannot understate the importance of your cover photo on your videos, because when you have something like that, people just scroll through, people move fast. So if you're not, if it's not your face, James Wiseman or RJ Hampton, or some of these other guys, they're going to scroll right through it. And they're not going to stop and say, oh, what, what's, what's James up to? They're just going to see a Mountain Dew and NBA draft and scroll through. And you look at, like I, I did on, on him specifically. So that video, wow, that's loud. That video had gotten or has gotten only 144,000 views, which is a lot. But for him, it's not. You look at his other recent videos with him in the photo cover, and it's just him playing basketball and there's some cool aspects to it, but you know, it's, it's, it's nothing crazy. So that one, again, just, just to reiterate was 144,000. Then another one, 383, 333, and then 325. So you're looking at half, less than half of the views and that he wasn't the only one. There's multiple people like that. Uh, I talk about Derrick Henry just to go to a, give another non-NBA example. This is quality production pulling up Instagram on the, the phone. Oh, yeah. So same same type of concept though. He does brand collabs, and in this photo, it's you see a FedEx box, and this one it's Dr. Teal's 
which is an Epsom salt bath recovery type thing. And then in these two videos right here, you see him in an Alabama jersey, which is where he used to play. It's, a, it's the Nissan Heisman stuff. So the FedEx one has 40,000 views. The Dr. Teal's has 183,000 views. And then you looked at the Bama ones, it's 292,000 and 396,000. And there may be some other factors and some of that stuff, but if you look across the board, your cover photos are so important. And when we're talking about brand collapse, it's even more important because you know the analytics behind it. You're usually the one for us talking to brands and they're measuring the success of the brand collab with, with the athlete based on the engagements, the likes, the numbers, yep. yeah, views, the shares. You can talk to that a little bit better, but uh, it's crucial for your brand collab. Yeah, and, and I could understand why Mountain Dew, they probably had to say on what that looked like, like that, that cover. Well, they, they created they wanted, it. It's the same cover yeah. for all the guys. Yeah. yeah, they wanted their brand at the front. But I think that, like you said, it, it should have been something else. It should have been showing their face. Or, or whatever they're doing. And then people are clearly gonna know it's a Mountain Dew association. Like you can work that in there some way, somehow, without having the, that to be your cover. The cover photo could be me with the Mountain Dew in my hand. Yeah. I mean, that, how, that, that just changes it and it would've got so many more views if they would've just done something as simple as that. The, uh, the other one I saw what a lot of people do, Any, anything else on that? Okay. The, uh, the other one, the other brand that spent a lot. Now there was, there was a lot of different food partners. There was a, a local pizza spot for one of the guys. There was Chipotle for a handful. I saw B-dubs. I saw Wingstop. Those are all authentic brand partnerships. I like that. You know, you're going to cater for your family, which you only had a couple people, quote unquote. And then everyone else was behind the banner there. But so th those are authentic brand partnerships. I like that. It makes sense to do that. I did see in a couple of captions that was clear, clearly not them speaking. So we'd love to see more agents and managers adjusting it and saying, hey, let's say this instead of that. Let's go back to RJ Hampton was one that had a good one. So simple as this, his was just Chipotle's been with me after games, practices, gym sessions for years. Excited to have them welcome me to the league sponsored hashtag Chipotle card. That makes sense. It, it feels right. You know, it feels like maybe it's something he'd say. Yeah. James, James Wiseman, Chipotle has been holding me down throughout my draft process. So, you know, I had to have it tonight. Exclamation, exclamation draft day. I like those. Cool with those. Uh, there was a couple other ones I won't read that that were clearly like, get your pizza right at Joe's Pizza. Yeah. Pizza on game day, you know, like it just wasn't wasn't them. And and I I don't put this on the athlete, especially a 19, 20 year old athlete who's just starting in this business world. I put that on the agents and the managers to to just be there and get ahead of it and just say, Hey, let's shift this. This isn't, this doesn't sound authentic to you, Tim. Let's say this instead of that. We know the key points we need to have in there. Let's change it to fit your, your actual language. Right. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're the ones dealing with the social media managers or whoever the brand is throwing yeah. that way anyway. Yeah. 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 So that, that's on them. The, the other one I did like was the Verizon one. Have you seen some of these where they had 
they teased it before the draft on, you know, Verizon is going to help me. I can, I can read that one too. Verizon will help me. Let's see. Verizon. This is James Wiseman again. He did a lot. We'll talk about that here in a second too, but been excited all day. Once I know where I'm going, Verizon will help connect me with the people who got me here. If y'all were me, who would you call first? And there's the picture. It's it's yeah. him relaxing on the couch. You kind of see his phone. You see a notebook. That's that's that was the vibe of them. And I thought it was it was interesting that they did the tease beforehand. The videos after I thought were great. There's James Wiseman. He's with Grandma, and then it says Coach Carey. I don't know exactly who that was. Probably a, a high school those are, coach. Those are easy, coach. easy like emotional oh. story stuff. That's that Verizon could be good with. Loved it. Loved yeah. it. I, I thought all of them were good. They had different people. Some of them were, you know, pro athletes they looked up to or, or just people from the past, like high school coaches and, you know, with James's grandma. I thought it was really cool. I did that. I liked that. Authentic, emotional brand collabs are never a bad deal. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm still amazed, I guess, going back to your first point of how many athletes don't take advantage of this opportunity to piggyback something else whether it's yeah. building their own social building their own content starting their own business because you have all this hype that you may never get ever again uh, from draft night like there's yeah. only you know so many athletes that they highlight and then you have all this media and all this attention there's no other games on it's this is the draft this is your moment this is the deal yeah you can't you can piggyback off it in so many different ways i would love to see you know a vlog would be phenomenal. I wake up and here's what happened every hour leading up yeah. to my, my moment, essentially. Um, no, like just thinking of like some interesting things that I think would be, they would explode is like, you know, if you're guaranteed to go your top 10, right? You're guaranteed your, I think it was like 40 million for the first one in the NBA. And it goes down to like 30, 29 million for the top 10, right? So you know you're making money. Everyone talks about it. Why not have like something fun that's like, you know, like a lot of these guys will give back to the family. They'll buy their mom a house. They'll buy their mom a car. So it's like <laughs> if I go if I go eight, she's getting this house. If I go seven, she's getting this. You know, like just something that's like kind of cool, but like playing with it. Like you know, I got money. You know, mom and dad are there, and it's just just like a fun, stupid, silly thing because you know they're giving it back anyway. So I think that'd be I, fun. I'd watch that. I, I love that idea, but it takes a certain type of person to be able okay. to pull that off. For it sure. takes like a Cole Anthony type, maybe in this draft, you'd have to see his personality, you get a feel for him, but he's like a super outgoing dude. Seems like he's the most fun guy to hang out with, but it, yeah, it wouldn't be just for anybody. And, and you know, a lot of those guys don't like them. They like to pretend like they're not gazillionaires already. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like, it's like you're, you know, Lamelo's dad, like the dad of it, who's like Lamelo could have done it too. That's yeah, a good very, one. Yeah, yeah, very charismatic or something. And the dad is just like, you know, he promised me this car if I if he goes to, or you know, like shit like that. That yeah, like, this super engaging content. So I was looking at what, as you were saying that, I looked up James James Wiseman, his following. So at the time would have been, let me do some math in my about three hundred thousand plus. He goes draft through draft day 50,000 the next day 20,000 so he jumped 70,000 followers 70,000 25%ish yeah have my math correct there 25%ish a little like, more but you know how you ever see those people on like twitter 
or they'll just be like, I'm giving out a hundred dollars a day or like, yeah, yeah. Um, anyone who retweets this, send me your Venmo. Yeah. Or like, could you imagine if an NBA do that? Like he would go from fit instead of going up 50,000, he would, he would go up a million followers and people would just be like, here, he I'll, take yeah. I'll take a hundred bucks. I'll take a hundred bucks. Like, and that's a nothing thing. He could get a brand to sponsor that. Gary's yeah. going to give me 50 grand. Part, I'm giving all away. Partner on that. Yeah. Part. I like, I love that. Or even a thousand bucks. Yeah, anything. Or, I mean, that. that's nothing at that point. And then I'm sure you can, well, I don't know if it's a brand collab, there might be an issue there, but you can be a write-off even. But <laughs> to me, it's, it's uh, ideas like that are not the norm, especially in the NBA. But hopefully we want to work with some of these guys in the NFL because the NFL 2021 draft and working on their marketing and branding. These would be ideas we come out with. Five, so, uh, they got five months to start planning. Yeah. Four months. And, and we'll, we'll be working with a couple for sure. So I, I do think this is funny. This is kind of off topic. I'm just kind of rambling now at this point, but I, I, I may have told you this. I was looking through, I was trying to find somebody on Twitter recently that had followed me and I was, I meant to go send them a message. And I went back and like eight to 10 managers or agents have followed me over like a two week period, maybe three week period. And I don't have that many followers. I have 2000 plus. I thought it was interesting and I'm, I'm starting to see some of the people doing some of the things that, that we talk about on social. So I love it. Take the stuff that we talk about and use it. Please help your athletes do that. I saw one athlete, remind me to tell you about this athlete, but I talked to her about content and, and merch and creating a team account and a team page and she's doing it as of last week. So I, I love to see that stuff. Remind me to tell you about her after. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that, that was basically the NBA draft. The, the other thing that I wanted to mention was the oversaturation of ads, which happens around draft day way too much. Talked about it last year to its Valoa. It was like seven of nine posts were brand collabs. And then I, James Wiseman, who we're talking about a lot today, most of it's been positive on what he's been doing, or some of it's been positive, I should say. He goes one, two, three, four, five, six brand collabs in a row on draft day. Before that, hadn't posted in a month, and then has posted one since that. Now that he's at, in Golden State, he posted one since that. So I don't love the oversaturation of the ads. The Verizon one is one of the ads in there. So there was some storytelling and some value behind that. But to me, we know you have to get it because you're hot. And that's why brands want to want to do this around your draft. But there's ways to cut those up and not just be throwing out, hey, I'm getting paid. Hey, I'm making money off of this. You know, I, this is such an important time to not just be selling, but to start this relationship with this new city, with this new place, with a new audience, maybe just somebody is watching you and your family on uh, who, who was the guy? There was one guy, I forget, I forget which guy it was now, but it was just him and his mom, dad, and, and maybe two other family members. And they were just crying and hugging. And I thought that's a guy I would root for. And I wouldn't, I follow, God, I can't think of who it was. But I wouldn't follow them on Instagram. And I wasn't a fan of, of his per se doing any of that, but now I, you know, I appreciate his process and I appreciate what's going on and his story. And now, He's from that. I can start to, to build a relationship with his social media account, but it was it, to me, it's such yeah, an opportunity. It, it, Go ahead. I got to plug my I, computer I in. As here. Huh? I know my, 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 uh, hotspot was getting low too. Actually. I have the same alert oh, same time. Shoot. Uh, but I was going to say it's so easy for that athlete to connect with the fans. Like they already love the team you don't even, you don't even have to yeah, do anything, yeah. but like to try to build up. You're now a part of something that they love. 
yeah. you do something so small of like, I'm I'm going to Joe's Pizza. You know, imagine you you know we're well, from you Cleveland. Can't, can't you do it today. But but right. future drafts. But you get drafted yeah. by the Browns. I'm gonna buy the first hundred people who goes in Joe's Pizza, and it costs you two hundred bucks. And now you just bought all those people there, and they get all the local pub. People just love you. You know from day one, from whatever city, if you do something small, small gesture. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be huge. So you could, but you could do your brand collab at, that can be a brand collab, the Joe's Pizza collab or Papa John's yeah. or whatever it is. Then you can do a, this is a drop a, a picture of you leading up to the draft, then drop whatever you're wearing. That could be a brand collab too. But again, it's, it's like a little bit different. Then it's, you know, you go live and you post that then on your feed and talk about, this is what's been going on. All right. So I got uh, a meeting with my agent at, at noon. Family's coming over around one. We've got Chipotle catering at three. Like you set the, the, the table of what's going on. Then it's Verizon. I always would like a video. I'm sure pictures just easier for a lot of those people. And maybe even Verizon suggested that. But like, hey, really excited to get drafted tonight. Verizon is hooking me up with a conversation with somebody who is special to me, blah, blah, blah. Wait, depending on where I go, I'll have this really cool conversation. Bam, there's the next one. Then it's, then it's a, a picture of the family and like these are the people that mean the most to me and then these are the people that have been there from day one and I can't wait to share this experience with them. And then it's blah, 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 blah. And then it's get drafted. You got something there. Then the next one is maybe it's that Verizon one of talking to those people then the next one is a draft day vlog and then you know so it's not just sell 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 we're giving you some value i'm building this relationship and i'm not just being a salesman to start off this relationship with you yep yeah i agree good i'm glad you agree i double agree now double agree thank you timmy i think i think we'll cut it at that one we had another topic to get to stuff around the holidays let's do that on a different one and we'll call it a day Hey, we're wearing the same hat again. We've been doing that. We've done that. We only have one hat that's the same. It's Chicago Sky. But I wear it front. You wear yeah. it back. Yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's a good fit. I know we must have like the perfect It's a comfortable shape head. Yeah. 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 It's really good. And a, and a good know, color set off from – Yeah. And it's a good color – a little color from my – I have the business and BS hoodie. And then below I've got shorts and, and tights on ready to go work out. So it fits. Young Timothy. I, 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 hold on before we leave. Okay. You probably just chopped this up any place, but we're driving up to Oakland the other day okay. and I tell hi, cause my birthday is in like two and a half, three weeks. I was like, I said, how many days do I have? She's like 17, 18. I go, for my birthday, I'm going to run a five minute mile. Shut up. Let's go. Oh, we'll see. Tim, we'll talk about it on the next business and BS podcast. Timothy. Goodbye.